This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill. I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hi, Liz. We're going to talk today about wiper blades. And you know that bad wiper blades are horrible in the rain. And we want to give you some advice on how to take care of your wipers, save you some money, and keep you safe. Allison, I I think wiper blades are just one of these essential items. Well, you know, brakes and gas, too. But wiper blades are so essential that they work right. um, And they're a cheap thing that you can take care of. What's what's your opinion on wiper blades, Allison? Well, they're... um of course you need them, but you only need them when it rains or sleets and snows and that sort of thing. But So it's good to kind of uh, know just a few things about them, and then, and then you're good to go. If it's not like other systems on your car that are absolutely necessary to maintain, but if you do a few things for them, you can keep them going, and, um, and they'll be very useful to you when you need them. Well, we're going to talk about wiper blades, but that's just between your vehicle repair questions. We'd love for you to be part of our show. You can always email us, auto at mpbonline.org. Allison, when is a good time for you to check out your wiper blades and and examine them? Um, That's something you can do every time you wash your car. And you want to wash them along with the car because they do build up debris and dirt that gets on them that will keep them from performing really well. So every time you wash your car, it's a good time to do that. And how can is there a way you can clean your wiper blades in between car washes? Yeah, you can do it when uh, you fill up gas. You can clean them, you know, like when you clean your windshield. At the gas station, you can wipe them off with uh, the towel and the and the solution that they have there. It's a good time to just pull them back and wipe them down. It's a good time to do that, too. Yeah, sometimes they can get, you know, but let's, let's get into this. Sometimes they can get buddy, buggy or cruddy, and just using your hand to lift up the wiper and run a cloth along it to help kind of scrape off some of that business would be a good idea. Absolutely. If you are thinking about, if you're examining your wiper blades, what are some things you should look at to, to that are signs that you need to change your wiper blades? One of the things that you're, you can notice um, is when they do wipe across the windshield, are they wiping evenly? And make sure they're not scratching the windshield. Um, maybe something's got caught on it that can actually leave scratches on your windshield. You, you don't want that. Um, but make sure it's wiping evenly and the arms haven't gotten bent or something like that. And uh, another thing you can look for is for the actual rubber contact part 
the blade that that wipes across the windshield is not separated those will come apart or come off the windshield um that's some things to look for yeah you want to make sure that that blade's not raggedy raggedy yep separated and I guess it's rubber, so all of the things that you think of that can affect rubber could affect wiper blades, like cracks or tears or stiffness? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and the sun, the sun will do damage to them, so, you know, anything that would damage rubber normally in, in sun, sitting in the sun would be something you'd apply to wiper blades so them getting brittle and having cracks and um, little tears and stuff like that are going to be things that are going to make it not perform as well and replacing them you know it's pretty easy I know they always they always offer to change out your wiper blades for you if you go to one of these chain service stations or a change oil change place but talk about how easy it is to change your wiper blades it is fairly easy it is a a DIY thing you can do yourself and uh, once you get the hang of it you can generally you'll be able to do it the rest of your life Um, some of them can get a little bit complicated you may want help from an auto parts store wherever you get yours from but generally, that's something you can do yourself. It's it's pretty easy to figure out. And you can follow the instructions that come with the windshield wiper. They they have instructions to follow, and that'll tell you exactly what you need to do to get them on. And that is one of the benefits of some of these O'Reilly's, AutoZone's, Auto, uh, these auto shops is that if you buy your windshield wiper there sometimes if they're not too busy they'll just go put it on for you that's right they'll put it on for you so like if you at auto parts store or um and and that sort of thing they will put it on for you and that's that's one of the benefits to buying at in a locally owned store or a local store um uh, versus, say, buying it on eBay or something like that. And, and also, you're going to be more likely to get the correct ones for your car, whereas when you buy them online, it, it can be harder to decipher which ones are the correct ones for your car. So we, that's another benefit. We've got a call, and Allison, it is our good friend, Mike the Windshield Guy. Mike, we are oh. so glad that you've called in today. What is your comment or question with AutoCorrect and Allison? Hey, Allie. Um, yeah, I was just getting hey. going this morning, and uh, I heard the radio. I was like, oh, my God, I got a call. Um, normally, when I change the windshield, regardless of how broken it is, I suggest new wipers just because that rubber's been rolling across the crack and it's glass you know what i mean so in in my head in theory that says that it's screwing the wiper blade up but um and i was gonna say about changing them the normally like on an older chevy most of them it's just a slide you know how it works but on the german cars and some of the newer cars it's gonna have some weird clip especially if you just have a mono blade i guess you'd say one blade that goes all the way across those are not you ain't gonna be able to just go buy one AutoZone and stick it on there. It ain't going to work. You're going to have to work for it a little bit. But um, most cars are really easy to do. And uh, 
I don't know. I just thought, I was like, I got to call and say something. It gave me the idea that for in the future, I'm going to start suggesting that my customer get new wiper blades before I show up. That way I can put them on for them. Um, and that'll give me another skill set. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, you guys have a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate you calling in. Edwin, we're so glad that you've called in from Biloxi. What's your comment or question for Allison on AutoCorrect? Well, first of all, thanks for taking my call. And my question for Allison is, um, Allison, I have a 97 Ford Aerosol cargo van, and I've been thinking about putting a, a tow package on it. In case I want to tow like something from Lowe's and wood and stuff like that, because I wanted to kind of fix my van up so I can maybe camp in it. Do you know how I can tell if the um, the van is strong enough to tow anything? Um, I would look up the tow capacity for your vehicle, and uh-huh. um, that's something that kind of help give you reference on how much you can tow. And um, if it's in good, healthy condition, you've maintained it well, the transmission especially is in excellent condition, then you should be okay as long as you stay within the range of your tow capacity. And how would I know if the transmission is in excellent condition? Check the fluid. Look at the fluid and see what color it is. It should be a, a pretty shade of red, not black. Um, if it's shifting well, then that's good. Um, another thing you can do if you feel comfortable with or have a shop do it is to drop the pan, and in the pan they can look in there and see if there's any debris that shouldn't be there or metal parts that shouldn't be there, and they can put in a new filter and reseal it and clean the magnet that's inside of the pan while they're there. and and get you uh, some fresh fluid in there, and that will help the health of your transmission. Okay, that sounds great. Cause one time I put on, um, what's that, U-Haul that puts put the toes on the back of your vehicle, and they had a yeah. comment saying, make sure your vehicle is, um, because of the age, is um, strong enough to pull something. So that's good advice. Another question I have, i got a Toyota Prius. And I see a few people have a tow package on their vehicle. Can they really tow these Toyota Prius? Anything has a tow capacity of something, like, you know, can tow something. It's just a matter of what they're towing. So they're they're probably towing some very light stuff, very, very light. Um, so that's – I see cars like, for instance, um, you know, I do the autocross racing and there are cars that pull up. They make their own little trailers for their tires, and they're and it's a little sports car pulling it. So pretty much any car has some ability to tow of some sort. It's just they don't tow a lot. Okay. I'm going to squeeze you one more last question. I've been wanting to put a high top on my van, but there's no places on the, on the coast that does that. Do you know any place on the coast that does that? Increase the no, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with uh, too many places on the coast. The only place that I know of that that does different different car things is Cole's Auto Service in Van Cleve, Mississippi, and that's because I did a demonstration there, and they're a wonderful place. You might call them and get suggestions from them of where to 
What's the name? I'm going to Van Cleve right now. What's the name of that place? Coles, C-O-L-E, Auto Service. They're okay. awesome. Okay, I appreciate you. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you, Edwin. We appreciate you calling in. Uh, so, Allison, would you find out your vehicle's tow capacity in the owner's manual? Mm, I'm, I'm not. I don't recall seeing that in my owner's manual for the Prius. That's something um, you should be able to Google it and look it up. But um, that's something that. For a vehicle that normally tows, you're, you're probably going to find that in your owner's manual. But for one that doesn't normally tow, you may have to do some research and look that up. It's been a long time since I read my owner's manual, and I don't recall seeing that in there. If you've got a question, send us your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about your windshield wipers today, but that's just between your vehicle repair calls. Is your car under recall? We're going to talk about that next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. You already know MPB Think Radio is a direct result of donations from listeners like you. But instead of counting the size of your donation in dollars, how about axles? trucks to motorcycles cars even 18 wheelers your donated vehicle of any size helps fund the programs here on think radio for more information on how to donate your vehicle visit mpbonline.org support Listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Some recalls are for hundreds of thousands of vehicles, like the recent Ford airbag recall. Other recalls are for nine because they were assembled incorrectly on that one day. So you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recall, and putting in your VIN. 
or there's a great app. They have their very own app. It's the Safer Car app for Android and for iPhones. And you just type in the VIN. You can also type in tire information. If you got new tires, Michelle McAdoo, or if you have baby products, anything that might possibly have a recall, you can type that in and be notified if you have a recall. We're talking today about windshield wipers, but that's just between your vehicle repair calls. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. We're going to go to Heidi today. Allison, uh, Heidi, thank you for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I have a 2000 GMC Sonoma pickup truck. Great little truck. It's um, not like our everyday thing, but it's our, you know, we're glad to have it. Anyway, uh, the windshield wiper blade on the driver's side, I think the arm got bent somehow because I have got not one but two sets of wiper blades, and this last time I got, like, the best ones I could get at one of the chain stores, and I had the guy help me put it on and everything, and it still just does not meet the window. The rubber doesn't meet the window on the whole thing. It does on maybe half of it, but that is, like, it's like the perfect spot when I'm driving. If it's raining hard, exactly where I need it to be, it's not. You might can bend it yourself and just bend it a little bit and try it out and see if that helps and then bend it a little bit more if that doesn't seem like enough. If it doesn't seem like that's working, then you may have to replace that that uh, that that actual arm itself. Would that be like a pull apart type situation on a vehicle that old? Yes. Okay. One more thing on that truck. The only other thing that's wrong with it is the driver's side door. Um, the I, I want to say the hinge maybe has given way, or I'm not sure if the person that had it before us had a little fender bender or something, but you literally have to, like, lift up on the door a little bit or push it from the bottom to get it to shut right or it won't seal. Can that be replaced also? Yes, that can, and that's a, a common GMC problem. Oh. They sell the hinges and the pins for them at the auto parts store, and you can uh, talk to them further about what you need to do to replace it, but that's, those hinges go bad. They do go bad on there, and you can replace those. Okay, wonderful. That that makes me feel better because the little truck runs great. It's fantastic. But that's annoying when you have to, like, lift your door up to shut it. So, anyway. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Heidi. We appreciate you calling in. And Allison just knows all sorts of handy things. Let's talk to Kabian now. Oh, I love vans. Let's talk about vans, Kabian. What's your comment or question for Allison? Is this Kabian who has a comment about uh, a van? Well, we'll see if uh, they'll come back on in a little bit later. Allison, I uh, talk about that bending the windshield wiper arm. Uh, That scares me a little bit. Uh, What are some things that can go wrong with the windshield wiper arm itself? It can it can uh, get bent and 
what you do is just try to bend it back into place. That's something that can that can happen, whether it's um, you know bending it towards the windshield or bending it away from away from the side of the car, really, to kind of to explain that. Um, and that's something that can go wrong with it. Another thing that can go wrong is it, it can actually come loose from the windshield. And there's it's held on with a little nut uh, and bolt and, and nut situation, and that can become loose. So that's something that you can check to make sure it's tight if, you're, if it looks like you're having some problem with it being loose. And those are some things that can that can go wrong with it. Our dear Michelle has had uh, adventures in windshield wipers this past week, and uh, Michelle <laughs> came upon her sitting in her car having someone trying to fix her windshield wipers for her. Where? How did it? How did it start? And how was it going now, Michelle? The start part. I believe was this ice storm. I had it was it was working perfectly, and I had a big chunk of ice. And mind you, I had to actually I'm an essential worker at night, so I had to go to work during the ice storm. So I was driving one night, and my windshield wiper wouldn't move, and I saw the ice on it. So I was trying to hit it, trying to get it to uh, come off, but it never did. Mind you, yes, I'm a girl. A lot of fellas might say that was the wrong thing to do, but I kept trying it, and it kept trying to go. So I assumed that I broke the motor because it wouldn't move anymore after the storm. So we were working. It didn't move, didn't move. I took the car to the dealership. Now, Allison, this is where you're going to probably fall out your chair and not probably be shocked. Took the car to the dealership to get the oil changed, and I asked them, oh, by the way, can you look at my windshield wipers because they're not moving. I think I hear the motor trying to move, but they're not moving. And they said it'll be $150 to look at the windshield wipers to tell me what's wrong. Oh, my. And I said... Thank you, That's but right, no, thank you. I know it's I know it's broken, so I don't need you to <laughs> tell me it's broken. I just need to, you to tell me why and can you fix it. So I didn't get it fixed that day, and I had a friend who said, "Let me look at it." And we were, it was like a puzzle. He was trying to figure out why this is not working. I'll try it now. And one time he held it and pinched it, and it moved. He hurt the motor. So believe it or not, after all that, it didn't work when we pulled off. And I was trailing him, and I moved it again. Just and my left windshield wiper in front of the driver's side worked, but not my right. And we we're like, we'll take that. We'll take that right now because that's all I need to see in front of me. But that's odd, and my right does not still work. But it's interesting. And Alton, I thought about you. I didn't want to bother you during. The, I knew you probably had a lot of work going on after the storm. So I said, eventually, I will bring it up there and maybe let you guys tell me why now the right side won't work. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll look at it. Maybe it, it has stripped that, um, like, bolt where, where it bolts down into it. Maybe it stripped that, and it's not the motor. It's the actual uh, part that it, it attaches to, to the moving parts on there. So do, that's, do they have that's windshield wiper that. experts? That was another question I thought about. Are there... Windshield wiper no, that's expert. something that a common mechanic should be able to handle. 
And one more question for Michelle. You had a good idea when we were talking about preparing for ice storms, about laying something over the windshield uh, the night before. What what did you did you do that or did you wish you had done that? I wish I had have done that. But what I I found out was uh, so my mother and my father originally from Chicago, born and raised. So we moved to Mississippi and. 83. So they were always prepared for ice storms and, and ice and snow. They said, oh, that's a staple in Chicago. You know, you make sure, or a car cover. But uh, I saw a lot of people after <laughs> my ice storm, um, ice on my, windsh- on my um, windshield wiper, a lot of people put blankets on their windshields. And Allison, when we had the show about how to prepare for an ice storm, I don't think we heard anyone say that, did we, Liz? No, we didn't. Right, and I, I was telling her, putting that blanket over your windshield is a good thing, especially to come out and have, not have to scrape and things like that. Is that a good idea, Allison? It's a great idea, it sounds like. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about wiper blades, but that's just between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'll tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. We are the Iuka Drive-In Theater. We're the last operating drive-in in the state of Mississippi. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Freaked me out that you could come and drive your car and park and watch the movie outside. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app, Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on the support button and you can make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy Thank you for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Remember, AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. And in the news, I'm just going to leave this one out there, folks. In Tennessee, lawmakers are considering a bill that would bring criminal immunity to drivers who hit protesters illegally blocking the road. The bill says drivers <coughs> won't face prosecution 
if they hurt or kill a protester illegally blocking a roadway, if the driver exercises due caution and hits them unintentionally. There you go, Tennessee. Talking about windshield wipers and taking your questions, auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go to George in Madison. Go ahead, George. Hi. Um, my question's a little bit out of left field. Um, I recently bought a, a 1960 tractor, and um, it was one of those deals where the guy said, oh, it hasn't run in about three years. You know, it's been outside for the past six months. But it was a good deal. Um, I was able to get it running, and um, when I did... You know, the, there was a little crack in the exhaust just past the manifold, and I noticed oil coming out of that crack and thick white smoke, which makes me worry that the head gasket needs to be replaced. And so I was curious what your opinion was, if I should just go ahead and take the head off and replace it, or if maybe this is something that could happen from it just sitting and maybe there was some water in the exhaust and I should just let it run. I just don't want to crack the block. Is there is this a gas engine? It is, yeah. It's a it's a flathead four cylinder engine. But the exhaust is only about fifteen inches long. It's basically a manifold with a ninety degree elbow attached to it and a muffler on that, and that's the extent of the exhaust. Okay. Um I'm thinking that it's a possibility that either rings have gone bad in the on well, is it on every cylinder? I don't know. That's a. It, it's just, um, you know, the way it, the way it is. There's this crack in that 90 degree elbow past the manifold, and there was just oil kind of spraying out of there, and you know, thick white smoke, which made me think it was probably the head gasket. There was no sign of like coolant in the oil or anything. But um, I will pull the manifold and see if you can tell which cylinder it's coming from with this you know, a mass amount of oil. And then that cylinder is probably where the the oil ring on the piston has gone bad and the oil's getting past it and getting pushed up through the uh, compression chamber. Okay. So I, I got a feeling that may be what's going on with that. So less so head gasket, more ring, you think? Right. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, George. We appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Earl now, who's called in from Natchez. Earl, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question today? Good morning. I was just going to say something about the lady that had a spot on the windshield that the wiper seemed to keep missing. I had a van one time that that was a common thing on it, and come to find out the windshield was deformed. It had a little depression in it. So I drove it for 160,000 miles and went through several sets of windshield wipers, but I always had that one spot in the middle of the windshield that never got wiped because the windshield was actually had a depression in it. Wow, that's something else. So you changed the windshield and it was fixed, huh? No, I changed the truck. Got a different one. <laughs> Let somebody else worry about it. But that okay. was the case on my car. It just, it just had a depression in the windshield, and it just wouldn't wipe it clean. So, uh, you know, I didn't worry about the windshield. I just changed the truck. 
Okay. I got 160,000 miles on it anyway, so, you know, that time change it. That's all. Just wanted to make that comment. Tell her it may not be a windshield wiper arm that's been. It may be just got a bad windshield. Earl, we love it when you call in. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Allison, one uh, thing I kind of, you know, wonder about is with the windshield wipers, should, is it a good idea to have a set time to replace them? Maybe as a birthday present to your car on the anniversary of the day you get it? Or can the windshield wipers last longer than a year? They can last longer than a year. The ones that I bought, I actually got went to Toyota and had mine replaced there. I didn't get mine at like a auto parts store. I went straight to Toyota because I wanted high quality windshield wipers, and mine have lasted uh, about two and a half years, which is a long time for wipers. And uh, also, you can get silicone-based ones that are supposed to last a really long time, too. They're supposed to last double to four times what your normal windshield wipers would last. So there's not particularly a set time. It's just when they start not wiping good, you want to start looking into when to replace them is my suggestion on that. And not like on a set basis. Good to know. Uh, We're going to take a break. Allison, when we come back from your great break, we've got an email about someone who wants to uh, preserve the finish on their car and is looking for a suggestion for a clear coat or a wax. We'll get to that in the next segment. We're discussing windshield wipers and taking your vehicle repair questions. You can always send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. This week we're driving the 2021 Subaru Crosstrek Limited, a car that takes us back to Subaru's roots of building all-wheel drive, jacked-up, compact wagons that can just take you just about anywhere. Inside, we've got a lot of luxury features on this vehicle, heated seats in the front, automatic climate control, navigation, a Harman Kardon audio system, and a sunroof. Everything you need to be comfortable on the highway. Also a really good safety system too. This uses Subaru's EyeSight twin camera system for the adaptive cruise control, forward collision alert with auto brake, and lane keep assist. It's one of the best in the business. Underneath the hood is a new 2.5 liter four cylinder, delivers 182 horsepower, and it'll get you 27 miles per gallon in the city, 34 on the highway. Really everything you need to get down the road. So let's talk about price. Crosstrek starts right at $22,000. This one all in, $31,440. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. 
contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things listen to Fix It 101 podcast everywhere. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can please donate today at mpbonline.org and thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Stay tuned after this show today at 11 a.m. at Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Allison, we had this email from Carol this morning, and she says she has a 2020 car, and the scratches show up on it insanely. It's dark blue, and the scratches show up white. She plans to keep the car uh, for a, a while. What can she do to preserve the finish from scratches? Is there a clear coat or a wax that you suggest? There's something these days called getting a ceramic coating, which is a step up from waxing. It costs a little more to have it applied. You can do it yourself at home. But a ceramic coating will help prevent the scratches more than waxing the car or a clear coat. Another thing she can do is get a clear wrap on her car, which will help prevent scratches showing up on her car. So there's a few options. And there, that's a specialty area, so she can contact a ceramic coater or a company that does wraps and be able to get that uh, get a quote on how much it would cost to apply one of those to her car to, to help prevent these scratches Ooh, I want to talk to you later about uh, the wrap companies that would be cool to talk mm-hmm. about that's very interesting yeah, absolutely. let's go to Nick in Tibby Nick thanks for calling into autocorrect what is your comment or question for Allison today thanks for my call uh, I have a question for Allison Allison I have a practically brand new Honda Accord and when it's raining heavy the windshield wipers work without chattering uh, in one position when they go over uh, they chatter when they come back they don't chatter then they chatter when they go over and come back now if it's raining heavy uh, uh, moderate to heavy it won't chatter but if it's just a uh, light rain uh, it, it will chatter in one direction, and and uh, I've talked to the dealer about it, and they really don't know what to do, and so I'm just I'm kind of lost. Okay, yeah, they may be bent, some are just bent weird, but it sounds like something that may be a common problem with other uh, accords of these late model, and I would make sure that Honda is aware of the problem because they will call a recall if it gets to be enough problems with them. And this kind of sounds like this may be something that would lead to a recall. Is it both blades or just one blade that's chattering? Just just the driver's side. Just the driver's side. 
Um, what you might want to try is bending it in towards the windshield a little bit. Maybe it's not getting contact good enough with the windshield and see if that stops it or bending it the opposite way. So moving okay. that arm a little bit may help. Have you tried that? I haven't tried anything really. Uh, I just, I'm scared I was going to break something, but I was going to take two sets of, uh, vice grips and, uh, and, and and try to bend it between the distance between the two sets of dry, uh, vice grips, I'm going to say inch apart, maybe maybe inch and a half. I thought maybe the angle was wrong, but uh, I hadn't tried anything. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, that, you, that might work, what you're talking about. And then another thing is to... Um, that might help, but it may it may not fix the problem. But it might it may help is to put a, a wax coating on your windshield or the Rain-X um, to make it move smoother and get more rain off of your windshield. So that's something that to consider that that may help. It may not though. But yours may be too far out of angle. Yeah, to, yeah. For I haven't thought about the Rain-X. I haven't thought about the Rain-X. I've got uh, some, and I'm gonna try. I'll try it. Okay, sounds good. Thank you much. You're welcome. Thanks, Nick. We're now gonna go to Mike in Corinth. Mike, what you got for us today on AutoCorrect? Thanks for calling in. I had a question about the maintenance required light. Uh, I know it pertains to oil changes. Uh, I have a 2009 Toyota Prius, and admittedly, it's been It'll be two years this uh, May since I had the oil change, but uh, I don't I don't do much driving. I drive maybe a thousand miles a year, and uh, I was just wondering: is there any other reason the maintenance required light would come on? It, it came on about ten days ago and uh, stayed on, so I just reset it. So far, it hadn't come back on. But I was just curious if there would be any other reason as to why it would come on other than frequency of oil changes. No, it's just it's set to come on every five thousand miles, and and that's all it is. Okay, well, I don't know why it came on this time. Maybe it's just the age of the car. <laughs> it's, it's like me. <laughs> but uh. Uh, like I say, it, it, this May would probably be about 2,000 miles since the last oil change. I used 10W40 or 10W30 oil, uh, but uh, since I don't drive it much, uh, I was just waiting until uh, another 5,000 miles rolled around before I had it uh, changed. Uh, I think it calls for 5W30 oil, and is there a reason why you're using 10W30 instead? Or? It's just uh, we had bought the car from our son-in-law years ago, and that's what he always had put in it was 10W30. Uh, okay. Do you think it would be better to have 5W30 and go ahead and have it changed or use synthetic oil, either one? Uh, no, um, what I'd like to use is the high mileage oil because it has conditioners in it that make the seals plump up and and expand that helps seal up the, everything in the engine, uh, which I like the synthetic blend myself is what I use. So 
uh, and not not the conventional oil, but a synthetic blend. A full synthetic, I do not use. It didn't call for that with this engine, so that's not what I use. They didn't switch to the to full synthetic until a couple years later for Toyota. Maybe uh, it never has. I don't think had synthetic uh, blend or uh, or synthetic oil put in, and unless it was uh, at the very first, uh, my son-in-law drove it for years and. And I've driven it for years, but uh, uh, I may just see if the light comes back on, and if it does, I'll take it and have a maybe a 5W30 synthetic blend put in it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, that was my only question. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Thank we appreciate you calling in. Allison, we've got a few minutes left. Uh, let's talk about you. Uh, I notice I'm on the Mississippi region for the Sports Car Club of America, which does not have any events scheduled as of now. But Governor Tate Reeves has recently uh, repealed the mask mandate, so maybe that'll change sometime soon. But I understand Louisiana has been doing autocross, which is a, a sport you like to participate in. If you follow Allison on social media, the lady auto mechanic and as Allison Walker, you can see all what she's up to. Tell us about uh, your current car, what you've been doing to it, and how you've been doing. Um, so I've been racing my friend Subaru WRX STI, and that's been an amazing car to race. Um, that's why I've been able to do a little better than I normally do uh, as far as when I was driving my own car a couple of years ago. Um, so that car is a very capable car, and we've been going to Louisiana to race. We'll be going this weekend to race again in West Monroe, Louisiana. It'll be the first time for me to go there. On my own car, my race car, it's just a matter of putting parts together and piecing it all together. There's so many different components that have to come in to play to make this car work, and I'm just slowly working on piecing it all together so that we can make that crank up, that initial crank up of this new engine, which is what started this whole thing is me blowing the original engine in it which was an old, worn-out engine, but uh, it was just a matter of time with it blowing. But um, we've got an, I've got this new engine put in. I put in a new transmission, and then I'm turboing it, too. So it's, that means new computer, new wiring harness, uh, and then adding intercooler piping and an intercooler. It's just it's so much work and so much more than I'm doing to this car. So it's, it's, it's still got a ways to go, in my opinion. I saw the picture of your friend's car. I thought you'd made a, a magnet with your number on it. Could you not put that magnet over his his number so that it was it was your kind of personal style? We just took uh, what we did is is I run my number is seventy eight, and so he just runs as one seventy eight, and we just take that one off when when I race. Oh, that's clever. Yep. And so it is a magnetic numbers that we use to put on the on the side of the car so they can identify what car it is on the on the course. Hey, Michelle is a 
uh, you know, does our, we call them voice tracks. Uh, she's, she's our DJ in the evenings here in, uh, at MPB Think Radio. And she, oh, she's going to give us next week some information about some lady racers because this is Women History Month. Awesome. Allison, with your with your running, with your working, uh, you know, you are a working mechanic, so you don't have a lot of time. You know, you have to use your spare time to work on your car. So a, a number of hobbyists can also relate. How long have you been, after you blew your engine, how long have you been working on rebuilding your own car? This project has been going on over a year now. So it's it's typical for a project to take that long. That's not unusual. And some of it's been waiting on to have the money to buy the parts. That's been part of it. It's, it's expensive. And some of it has been just, yeah, just doing it in spare time uh, when I can get over there to work on it. And uh, right now it's just weekends. It's only on Saturdays I've been able to work. Hobbyists can relate. That's going to wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Our call screener for today's show was Lisa Lancaster and and Jay White. And our board engineer was Michelle McAdoo. So for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.